Welcome back to Minutemen Media. I know that I've been out for a while, um, trying to get my grades right, trying to get my uh, my future figured out. But uh, I'm back, and we're six games in, as you know. Back to talking UMass basketball, my favorite thing to do. Um, so we sit at three and three, two and one in the A10 conference play. Um, pretty disappointing season so far. We've seen some flashes of the team that we knew that we were getting and our expectations. And we've seen a team, a uh, typical UMass basketball team as well, of, um, you know, kind of kind of flailing out during end of games or not looking like they want to be there. Definitely not an ideal basketball team for sure. We've seen uh, parts of this year. So I guess I guess we'll start. I guess we'll go game by game and then we'll we'll do players and stuff like that. So first game of the season um, at Mullins played Northeastern, picked up an easy 15 point win, 94 79. Um, this was the team that we all knew that this team could score. Right. Trey Mitchell had 31 points. Um, Javon Garcia had 23 points off the bench. Carl Pierre had his 14. TJ Weeks had 11. And we saw some, uh, really, we kind of saw the the baseline of what Noah Fernandes can do, right? Five points, five assists, uh, rebound, a couple of steals as well. So we kind of saw the baseline of Noah Fernandes. Um, this game was, I, it just felt like we, were, we just scored so easily. Like we, we really just didn't. We, I feel like we didn't play our best game this this game. We scored 94 points, but I didn't feel like we played particularly great. I just thought that we um I just thought that we uh we just were just better. We we're just a, a better team than Northeastern. Um, but give Tyson Walker credit. It's their uh, shooting guard, point guard kind of thing. Um, he had 29 points and he scorched us in both games that we played him. And UMass has always had trouble guarding guards, particularly small, fast guards. Um, so we, that's that's nothing new. And unfortunately, that hasn't changed. Um, Colton Mitchell did start this game. He played 15 minutes, but he he didn't really play after that. He 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 had 15 minutes as a starter role. Um, that's it's pretty small sample size from a starter. But all in all, this game was it was a pretty easy, it was a pretty low stress game. We kind of held this, kind of held a, a lead throughout. Um, the first 10 minutes were neck and neck, and then we kind of pulled away. So that was on December 12th. We played them two days later, December 13th at Northeastern, and we lost 78-75. And this might have been one of the most disengaged teams, I guess, that I've seen in a while. Um, play. We had um, Noah Fernandes had 15 points. Um, TJ Weeks had 14. Uh, Javon Garcia had 18 points. That was his best game so far. Ronnie DeGray had 12 and Trey Mitchell had 10. So the, the stat that jumps out at you right away is, wow, Trey Mitchell only had 10 points. And yes, that, that is true. He, he, had, he did have four fouls. He was fighting foul trouble throughout um, but again, he did play the second most minutes, so that didn't really take him out of the game. Um, this game, it was more of how the team responded to being down. And at half, it was very close, if I remember. It was, it was pretty, I think it was tied at half or fairly similar at half. It was 31 30. Yeah. 
Um, and then in the second half, we just didn't respond to the to a run correctly. We we really didn't. We um, we kind of just gave in. We gave in to what they wanted us to do. Um, they didn't shoot particularly great from three. They were seven for twenty one. Seven made threes is a lot. Um, but they didn't kill us there. We just we just really looked lost. We didn't really know how to deal with a with a with a with a run by the other team, and that was really disheartening to see. Um, that was one of the more angry times that I've been at a UMass basketball team, as we pretty much dominated the two days before. Um, I know it's hard to play back to back games, and Northeastern nearly doubled Trey the entire game. Um, but we, you got to find a way to win that game at Northeastern. That's, it's an unacceptable loss in my eyes. Um, so we go on to game three and we beat LaSalle 85, 66. And it's, it's a very, it was a, it was a great win on the road. We haven't played that well on the road in a really long time. It's felt like maybe since that Dayton game in McCall's what first year or second year, um, Trey Mitchell had 37 points. That was his career career best, career high. Um, he was absolutely incredible this game. He played 36 minutes. And I can honestly say was the sole reason we played so well. Not, he wasn't the only player that played well, but he was uh, what made everyone else play so well. Noah Fernandes had 11 points and 9 assists, and Carl Pierre had 14 points as well. Um, this was the first game we saw Cairo McCrory get serious minutes. And he's been nothing but he's been nothing but an energy guy, and he's been great in that role. He had seven points and nine rebounds as a guard. He is six five, but he is listed as a guard. Um, Debaji Walker had eighteen minutes. He had five points and seven rebounds. So good contribution off the bench. Um, and we just we just played better. We we ran we ran transition really well, and we um, we were just a better team than LaSalle. We we really ran them out their own gym. So at this point, I'm like, okay, yeah, Northeastern is tough. Any team is tough to play back-to-back against. And then we have a home game against Bryant. And I, I go into the game, I'm like, well, Bryant is a really good offensive team, and we know this, but so are we, right? So are we. We're a really good offensive team. We can we can deal with what they're bringing us. And we, we lost 93-88. This was a really disheartening game. This was way worse than Northeastern. The team looked like they didn't want to be there. They didn't get a stop, a meaningful stop, the whole entire game. And it it really came down. Bryant just fouls you on defense, and we made our free throws, and that's the only reason we really came back. And the thing that pointed out, or the thing that pointed, or I guess made this game special, was McCall's move with about, what, 17 minutes left? 17 minutes left in the second half, and we're down nine, right? We're down five, I think, at the half. When we go down nine, he calls a timeout and brings in a whole new five, a whole new five. And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is okay. This is this can be okay. It shows the starters, you know, if you don't want to play hard, you don't have to play. Um, and Bryant goes on an immediate 8-0 run instantly, instantly. And then you, you look at the scoreboard, and it's a 17-point game. But we never really knew. We never really felt that we were out of the game because Bryant just gives the other team so many possessions. That's just how they play. All their shots are, you know, none of their plays run into under 10 seconds of a shot clock. 
and that's just that's just how they play. I mean, Bryant shot incredible from three, but that was not just them. It was our poor defensive effort on the three-point line. Um, it was definitely a, a really, really hard game to watch for sure. And we clawed back at the end, and we tied it at 84, I want to say. TJ Weeks at a three, who, by the way, shot horrendously this game. Four for 16 and one for nine from three. Um. But he, he hit the, the one that mattered. He hit the one that mattered and tied it at 84. And it was just the worst minute and a half of basketball I've seen in a while. It, it really was. It, it was. Uh, it was it was bad. So TJ Weeks hit the three. Yeah. Two minutes left. So Bryant misses a layup and we have the ball with 134 to go. We're tied at home, right? So we miss it. We miss a shot there, and we don't get a stop. So it's 86-84. TJ Weeks then makes one of the worst entry passes I've ever seen into the post, and it gets stolen. So Noah Fernandez is forced to foul, goes up to 88-84. TJ Weeks missed a three. Seemed like a pretty forced three as well. 89-84. So they missed. We got the free throw. They got their both free throws, 90-84. Javon Garcia um, got to the line, missed the first one, made the second. So we fouled, and it was 82-85. Carl Pierre made a three to make it look better than it was, and that was the game. Like I said, one of the worst minutes and a half of basketball I've ever seen. How does that even happen? How does someone let that happen? I don't know. I, I've, I've flushed it at this point. Um but this this next game I can't, and it's the loss to George Mason in double overtime, ninety three ninety two. It looked like a game, and Curry Hicks Sage. He's a, I mean, we all know him. If you're listening, you know who he is. He said this multiple times, multiple times, and it it, it's, it was true. It was neither team deserves to win this game. Both teams look like they don't want to win this game, and it was absolutely true. This was. We blew a seven-point lead with about two minutes to go in regulation and then in double overtime. It was it was absolutely horrendous. And and it 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 really made me consider not watching a game again. But obviously I, I can't last that long without some basketball in my life. But it was it was it was horrible. The amount of fouls in the game was I mean, George Mason had 34 fouls. Mind you, it was double overtime. But regardless, it was a game where everybody fouled. UMass had 28 fouls. Trey Mitchell had 23 points. But yet, he didn't He didn't play well. He looked like he didn't play well. He just scored those 23, just being a better player. Fernandes had 19, eight rebounds, five assists. And Carl had 19 as well. TJ had 14 off the bench. But it was it was one of the this was the game where no one wanted to be there as well. This was a game was over everything I just said, by far the worst game of the season. Um, no one wanted to be there. We just kind of looked like we just wanted to leave, no matter what the outcome was. We just looked like we wanted to leave. Um, and I thought for sure, like in the regulation up seven, I'm like, okay, this is you know it was a rough game, but we're at least we're gonna leave you know two and zero in the A ten, you know. Um, and that's not what happened at all. That is not what happened whatsoever. <sighs> that's not what happened at all. So we lose to George Mason. Now we're one and one in the A10, two and three overall. 
And we play LaSalle again at home, and we beat them handily, 83-67. One of the best first halves I've ever seen out of a UMass team. Mind you, I'm young, so I didn't get to see those 1990 um, days. But we we were up forty five twenty one and a half. So it was it was a we just played we're just a better team than LaSalle. We've we showed that twice. Um really balanced scoring. Kyle McCrory had fifteen uh off the bench, Pierre had fifteen, Fernandes had thirteen, Trey had eleven. Um TJ actually went out with an injury. I didn't realize this until after the game. TJ Weeks, I'm not sure how long he's out, but he is out with an injury right now. And that's why he left the game and only played seven minutes. Javon Garcia had eight. Ronnie DeGray had nine. But we're sitting at three and three, and I still do not know how to read this team whatsoever. We play Rhodey at home on Wednesday. And you look at the team, or the, the name Rhode Island, and you're like, well, this is a loss. They're Rhode Island, you know. And they have beaten some good teams. Um, but they've they've lost a lot, too. They are six and six. We're three and three. And it's a game that's it's it can re- we can really sh- we can really tell what type of team we are if we compete in this game and we we lose by you know uh, under five I want to say it's a it was a team this is a team that you know can make a run or is gonna finish you know competing in the A ten or a team that nobody wants to play. Um, but if we just kind of we just kind of play bad and try to come back in the second half, and that's what we've done the, in our three losses, then it's it's not a team that's trustworthy whatsoever. And our, this team is undoubtedly not not undoubtedly, but I think maybe has more talent than this roadie team. Um, but I guess we'll find out Wednesday. And David Cox is a pretty good coach himself, and roadie has got a good team over there. They still got Fats. They got a ton of new transfers, so uh, it's definitely going to be a dogfight in Mullins on Wednesday. But um, so we go over to players individually now, and Trey is obviously leading the team 20.7 points and 7.2 rebounds. His stat line is eerily similar. I mean, eerily similar to last year's. Um. The rebounds are the exact same. The f- shooting splits are the exact same besides the three at 46. That'll drop down most likely. Um, secondly, we got Carl Pierre at 15 points a game and four rebounds. Pierre is not shooting well from the field, but is shooting pretty good from three. Um, and then you got Noah Fernandes, by far my favorite player on the team this year, averaging 12.8. Six assists, five rebounds at 5'11", and one one point eight steals, so almost two steals, and only one and a half turnovers. Shooting forty four percent from the field and thirty nine percent from three. He's I just I love the kid. I I wish we had him as a if he, I mean he's a sophomore. He's still really young, but I wish we we recruited him and he was a freshman last year. I think we definitely could have won more games with him for sure. Fourth, we got Javon Garcia, uh, another player that I really like. Um, Javon's averaging almost 12, 2, and 2. Um, Javon's had some up and down games recently. He hasn't played as much, and that's really due to the amount of fouls he's, he has. Um, uh, that's why his points per game is down, but he is another, he's, a, he's our sixth man, right? I mean, he can't, he did actually, he is a starter normally, but Debaji Walker started the last game, and I think that it was strictly because LaSalle uh, has some long some tall guards and McCall said 
that Debaji, we like Debaji to start against LaSalle for that reason. So I think Javon, you know, starts again. Um, TJ Weeks is averaging almost 10 points, 9.7. Not, he's shooting terribly. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not going to, I can't sugarcoat this. He's shooting 31% from the field and 20% from three. He's shooting terribly right now. Um, but he, he, he gets, you know, a, he gets a steal a game. He gets a couple of rebounds, but he, he can't shoot right now. That's it. Frankly, he just, he can't, he can't shoot right now. Um, but he's still putting up 10 points a game, right? And that's something we definitely need a hundred percent. Next, we got Ronnie DeGray, another kid that I, another freshman, um, that I really like averaging eight and four. He's our starting four. Um, and he's going to be like that. If he doesn't transfer, praying he doesn't transfer for a long time. He's going to be the starter, and his numbers are just going to increase every year, bearing injury. Um, and next we got Cairo McCrory, who's definitely going to get way more minutes than he is right now. Um, McCrory keeps proving that he needs to be on the floor more and more, so he's going to continue to be on the floor more and more. Um, McCrory is shooting 100% from three right now. I think he's two for two. Um but he is averaging almost six points and almost five rebounds as a six-five guard, so that's pretty good. He's one of he's a great energy guy. I love I love to have an athletic guard like that because sometimes you need a dunk in a game, um, and he's I think he's the guy to go get it right now. I think Javon can. Javon tried has tried multiple times on on defenders, but Javon's definitely a great finisher as well. Um, and the team is averaging 86 points a game. We're a top 10 offensive team in the country, right? And our defense is just just so, so bad. It's not that it's – it is really bad. It is really bad. It is because we're 3-3 three and three and we average 86 points a game. So, yes, our defense is really bad. And it's always those smaller guards that we cannot figure out how to guard – we, we create a ton of steals, or we, we create a lot of turnovers. We get a lot of steals, and it's due to the press, but we, we give up a ton of open laps on the press. Um, we didn't really do that against LaSalle, which is probably why we, are, we only limited them to 67 points, our best defensive effort by far this year. But I don't I still don't know what to expect with this team. I feel like I haven't learned anything. Uh, well, I, I've learned a couple of things. I've learned that Noah Fernandes is, is a really good player, for sure. And I've learned that um, Cryo McCrory is also a really good player. Javon Garcia is his was sold to me by um, Curry Hicks Sage before he even stepped on campus. And he's proving to be a really good player. But I, I still, I don't know. We After this roadie game, we play Fordham, which should be a win. Although Fordham picked up a win, didn't they? Yeah, Fordham's one and three. Who did they beat? Fordham beat Dayton. That's right. Okay. Regardless. After this Fordham game, we have a gauntlet of games. We play St. Louis at home. We play Davidson at home. And we play VCU on the road. And George, apparently, yeah. I got to say George Mason, too. George Mason on the road as well. And then we get a Fordham game. But those, those three, four games in a row is brutal it's absolutely brutal and if we can win two of those four if we can go two and two then i think i think we're gonna be okay 
I think we're gonna finish around eleven and seven if we win those. If we don't, if we don't win any of them, we're in serious trouble of being in the pillow fight in the bottom four. But I, I, I think we can beat. I, I think we can beat George Mason on the road. And then maybe Davidson's our best, our next best game. Maybe honestly, it might even be St. Louis. And it's it's really because we just play good against St. Louis, and I I don't really know the reason why, but we do. And it might be all over. You know, we might get national attention for that one game because St. Louis is ranked twenty four at this time. <sighs> and I'm just rambling here, but I need to get these thoughts out. UMass, um, they're three and three. They got a game Wednesday against Rhodey. It's almost must win territory. Rhodey's a really good team. I understand that, but if we want to be competitive in the conference, we are two and one. But if we want to be competitive in the conference, this is really must win. Some some good news around the A10 is that Dayton is not as good as advertised, or maybe they're just they're just skidding right now. But they have lost to George Mason and to Fordham. George Mason, I get. Fordham, I cannot understand. Fordham, I won't understand ever. No matter the explanation you give me. St. Louis hasn't played a conference game yet either, so we'll see how they react. Uh, St. Joe's is 0-3 in conference. That makes sense. But regardless, regardless, I'm just rambling here. Um, the team is exciting. The team is definitely exciting and will break your hearts for sure. The team plays with energy and other nights it doesn't. The team is fast. That's really all they are. This is just fast. They, they score a ton. They don't like to really sit and play defense. But they're going to, some nights, if a team is off, we, we're going to be able to beat them. Like a team that we haven't beat ever, and it feels like, is St. Bonaventure. And this year, you know, if we have a night where we score, you know, what we normally do, 86 points a game, we might win. And, and we, we're, we're hoping for a bad shooting night. But, you know, we, we can win those games. We can. It's just the team. It the team is really. The team is just. Um, I don't even know how to say it. They're they're just they're up and down. They they have the they're boomer bust. They have the potential to win any game at any time, but they can also lose at any time. Um, I'm happy to be back doing this. I'll definitely be tweeting more. But um. This might be it from a call. We're going to find out very shortly. All right. Have a good night.